0: Do you want to practice saying my name first? That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Tobina abanofor. Eh? Tobenna. Tobenna.
1: Tobenna.
0: Tobenna.
1: Yeah, Tobenna abanofor.
0: Tobenna abanofor. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Tobenna abanofor.
1: Abanofor.
0: Abanofor. No. No. -no Abanofor. Yeah. Tobenna abanofor. Yeah. No four. No four. No four. Tobena Abano four. Abano Abanofo. 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 Oh, oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tobena
0: Abanofor. Ab- abanofo. Abanofo. Tobena Abanofo.
1: Yes. Abanofo.
0: Yeah. Tobena Abanofo. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of My Tech Story. My name is Alice Kanjejo, and I am very excited to be with the guest that I have in studio today. But before we get into that, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everybody who's been supporting this podcast, sharing video ecosystem. Guys, keep sharing, keep supporting. Um, It will help not only this platform to grow, get more people in the tech space to know about this podcast, but also get more people to know about more products that they can use in their day-to-day lives or just be inspired by the conversations that we have on this platform. Without further ado, I am going to introduce my guest for the day. So, Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My guest for the day today is Tobena Abanofo. Did I say it right? Yes, I had to practice that before we started this episode. (laughs) But Toby, which is what I'll be referring to him throughout, uh, which is what I shall be referring him as for this episode episode. So joining us today is the very accomplished founding engineer of AI Care, which is a highly innovative tech startup in the African space. With over six years of experience working with both startups and corporations, our guest today is a highly skilled, full stack and DevOps engineer with a particular passion for back-end development. His contributions to AI care have been nothing short of remarkable as he played a pivotal role in designing and constructing the ideal infrastructure that enabled the company's growth. I think we'll get more into, more deep into the in, the gritties of the AI care, what it, the product does, and what your contribution has been there as we move along into your tech story. Uh, I'm very curious to know about that. Um, moving on safely, through his exceptional skills and expertise, he helped the startup achieve a tenfold increase in its valuation and significantly expand its client base. Beyond his impressive technical accomplishments, Toby has a deep rooted passion for building and everything that comes along with it. It is our pleasure, or it is my pleasure, to welcome Toby into this space. Thank you for gracing the My Tech Story platform. Thank you. Thank Thank you for being here. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you feel about that (laughs) intro, or just about? Do you feel I I normally say on this podcast? It's one of my best. uh, It's one of my best parts of the podcast because sometimes it it makes our guests realize how far they have come or what their accomplishments are when you read them aloud. Because when you're when you're working within the journey or when you're doing your everyday nuances involved in engineering you can get lost to really think about what's next what's next and forgetting where how far you've come yeah so i hope that made you feel a bit more you know like wow okay yeah this is what i'm doing
1: yeah um i have this thing called the book of brag Okay. Um, and I think I should add you to that file to like help me rewrite that thing. Just <laughs> <laughs> <The book> of- <laughs> <laughs> I'm <mean, laughs> more the impressed of, of myself. Yeah. Yeah, you need yeah. to. You need, yeah.
0: I need to skip this book of brag.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, actually- I learned it. I learned it somewhere. It's quite important, and it, it really helps. Um, to just like because like we do a lot of stuff like you know on a daily and we make Mm. sometimes we do things that are really really meaningful and we think oh this this is really meaningful and I'll never forget about it but then you remember the feeling but you don't remember exactly what happened right Mm. um, later on or you don't have like the right words to explain it or to to pass it forward you know um, to someone else Um, but if you write it down somewhere then you have the exact words of how you felt in that moment when it happened. That's true.
0: It's kind of like uh, what people say about journaling, you know? Sometimes it's really important for you to journal and just take up... Take in all the memories in that moment, especially the happy times. And even because people always think you have to write about the bad times. Yeah. But the good times too also matter the feeling so that you don't lose touch of what exactly yeah. happened. Besides that, I think having a brag book then is important. Do you have like things that you have advice right now? <laughs> what you should what I should be including in my
1: brag book or um, how you go about it? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know that I have anything to, I think it's just (laughs) like, 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 I think it's, what do you write down? Like, I just write down, um, you know, like, achievements it's not like a journal so mm. i don't have to write it every day journal, journal yeah, maybe no, can become um a really day. tedious or you, yeah. f- you start to feel like um it becomes a task right but then this is something that you can do uh, like maybe within quarter. five minutes exactly so like when it when it happens you just write it right and it's it, it just so mm. happens that like the, the the really um remarkable things don't happen every day right so it's like you work towards it for a while mm. and then it gets a point and then it happens right That's it's true. like us really the new app that i told you about um like that that is a milestone right we worked like a couple months and then it got to that milestone and then you just write like yeah like the work that we did got us to this point and we finally released right and then maybe when we get um you sign like the first customer you write oh we got our first customer today and then maybe when you get to the next 100 you know and you just like keep those highlights it's almost like a highlight place in your um for your life um and then um even when writing CVs, it's actually easy to just go back to pick there it up and, and just, just summarize be like, "Yeah, this what is what I did at do. this company, right?" Yes. Um, yeah.
0: Actually, yeah. I I'll take you up on that and actually start thinking about writing down very conclusively every accomplishment that I achieve, yeah. because I think. It's. It seems like it's small. It's a small thing, but if you do it for even five years, you start to notice those incremental exactly, changes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but now getting more into the conversation yeah. on what you've been building and the accomplishment that you've done on that platform, yeah. I want us to now get into your tech journey. Yeah. So... <laughs> tell us, where did you ha- start having an interest in engineering? Where did your tech story begin? Were you always that kid who was curious about um, building tech products, or does it just come to you? Like, how was, tell us about, walk us through your tech journey.
1: Um, yeah, my tech journey started like way back. Um, when I was a kid, um, this must have been probably like 99, um, mm. my dad got us uh, a game console, and um (laughs) i i remember it was (coughs) it's called the family comp um, Mm -hmm. some old game console back then and um so my dad um is Nigerian, South African, um, nationalized anyway, but he he lives in SA um, mm. most of the time, and so when he's coming back, sometimes he gets us like gifts and mm. stuff, and that was one of them. So by the time he had gone back to SA, I had finished the games, and then I didn't have any other game to play, and um, now I'm trying to figure out how do they make these games because I can make more for myself to play
0: um <laughs> how old were you at this time thinking about now you want me to age myself <laughs> no, okay sorry you don't have to okay yeah, um, give us a range like, while you're a teenager like five. Oh, okay five. Um, yeah, five, five, five you were yeah. thinking how you can make these games yeah
1: um, that's crazy and um, of course i didn't know like i didn't know that they needed like a computer to program stuff i didn't yeah. even know about programming languages and things like that so i thought maybe um the only things i knew how to do like um you know from like from like school like you know like pottery or um yes. like um uh, electrical stuff right yes. um that's what i had previous to so i kind of thought it was in the electronics right rather than in some then piece of software code right, exactly in software um, i didn't even know what software was so <laughs> i opened up this cartridge i'm pretty sure um the 90s babies um kind of like remember the cartridges that we used to have would go on top of your (laughs) console oh no did you end up spoiling the console (laughs) (laughs) so i opened it up figuring if i can replicate what is in there um yeah i just saw this breadboard um with um, the circuit board anyway Mm -hmm. um with lots of things going through it and i didn't understand it and um you could still play it did you think that you could fix it
0: back when you are breaking it apart okay but you are five exactly
1: i'm thinking i'll make another one and uh, (laughs) (laughs) already yeah that was that was very very not successful um but then I i was that kid who would always um like I think the only thing that I didn't open up in the house that was an electronic was the TV. And that was because everybody was going to kill you if the TV wasn't so working So this anymore. was not
0: the only thing that you opened yeah, up?
1: Yeah, I, wow. I ended up like being... Like um, even when, <clears throat> let's say, <clears throat> something gets spoiled in the house um, and uh, um, a land electrician comes to the house to fix them, I'll be there with them um, fixing it. Um, so like the fridge and stuff, I I had like... Um, by the time I was like seven, I already knew like how to unscrew all these things, um, open them up and put them back together um, just by watching and seeing the people um, kind of like around me, you know. Um, and um, yeah, it just kept on going um, further and further. At this point, uh, maybe I had gone to school, we had learned about hardware and software. Right, but that's I still didn't true. have like a, like an understanding of what software was and how mm. it's built. I just knew it wasn't like something that you could touch, and the hardware is the ones that you, you know could touch. What? because know what? Come that's to the think
0: diff- of, sorry, oh, sorry yeah. for no, interrupting no, no, you no, midway, yeah. but you know what? You've just opened like a box in my mind of thinking about in when we were younger. We used to be told this is hardware, hardware you can touch. You know, CPU, UPS. Yeah. You yeah, know, and software yeah. was just something that you couldn't, you couldn't see, st- but it yeah. exists. Yes. But I really never. Okay, personally, I wasn't thinking, like, you opening things. I just kind of, like, put it at the back of my mind. Because I think the way they teach you in school, at least African systems, at least in my schooling experience, is for you to cram things. You just know software is not tangible and hardware yes, is nonsense is, yeah. so that's very yeah. is, that's very interesting yeah um, but anyway yeah. proceed so, with you, so right?
1: all this while in my head I still kept it that I'm going to learn how to make these games right like I always knew like well, did I you get gonna, in trouble for opening gonna, up these things by the way um, my mom my mom didn't care about wow. the games, so if it's not working it's not a problem but like the DVD player <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> the radios and all of that yeah those ones got me into trouble um But And then there was even a time uh, my mom had traveled and I was left with my cousins who were like older in the house. And the power went out and it turned out it was um, the circuit board in the house that had the issue. And I got on this table and with a knife I unscrewed the thing and I... Connected the wires, the fuse was broken, right? So I connected the wires myself and like immediately you come into the house, you could know like this it was an amateur that did this, right? But there's power in the house. (laughs) But there's power. Um, so immediately my mom came back, like that was the first thing she saw, and oh my god, she nearly lost it. Because like this was actually life, electricity, like proper yeah. First of all, as a kid, your kid you know how people baby proof the house for kids not to touch
0: like tables. You your baby proof was hiding the DVD, (laughs) the decoder.
1: So, so, that that was that was a that was a big one, um, and it's. But then, like everybody in my house, just knew I was gonna do. I was gonna be an engineer, some of some kind. Um, mm. They thought maybe electrical engineer. Um, I always knew, like I, I didn't think I was gonna be an engineer. From being honest, like I wanted to play football. Like I just wanted to play. You know, I, a lot I used to do those things the, exactly. Was I used to do those things just like for fun. Like that was like something that I was good at. Um, but that wasn't what I thought. I would do professionally because mm. I didn't want to go to school and be doing math and physics and all yeah. that stuff, you know, even though I was good at it in school, I was yeah. good at physics um, or um, technical, uh, but we used to have um, this thing called um, intro tech, introductory to technology, and I was always best at introduction to technology Which in school
0: was this? Like okay, you um, don't school, have to say the school, but yes. this is very interesting because we never, I we never had such mm-hmm. courses or introduction to tech. Okay, it yeah, was but, just computer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it was very basic. So intro computer. tech was was wasn't like tech like programming and stuff okay. like that. Yeah, it was um, it was more like woodwork, uh, oh, okay. metalwork, um, things Where like that. Where is
0: the Oh, okay. So it like was
1: introduction the, to technology. Back then, of course, this was like early two thousands, right? Mm. Um, uh, programming wasn't like this thing that was okay. like everywhere. That's you know, true. like yeah. So that was what it was called. I think they've actually changed the name okay. of the course yeah. now. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Sorry,
0: I just wanted to want to take you back to what you saying. That you always kind of thought that this was gonna be a side project, but you yeah. know, didn't
1: really think this is yeah. really what you meant yeah, to do career point, wise. I to be an actor, imagine.
0: Actor, wow. <laughs> you really were like, this tech thing, we're just oh, doing it on the yeah.
1: <laughs> You really, you've gone through it. Yeah, I have, I have, I have at some point.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah. I just wanted to relate it to my story, which I think yeah. um, if you've not had already, you can go ahead and check out my story, it was the first yeah. episode. Um, but just in different formats. So for me, um, my journey, I would say, was to get to now this, to become a podcaster or just marketing in tech in general, is that I always was the kid from the time I was born. Like in class, I'm probably the loudest. If there's a presentation, I'm making it. If Mm -hmm. we are in front of the crowd or we need someone to give a speech, if it's drama festival, I was there. I did spoken word for so long. At some point, I... I was always the voice of a (laughs) lot of things. I was never confidence for me came very naturally confidence in in terms of standing in front of a crowd of people and I loved it. Like, but I didn't, I started like, I don't know. I was good at this social media stuff as well, but I never really thought that this is what I want to do. I wanted to be an architect. I wanted Hmm. to, yeah. My parents thought I
1: wanted to be an architect.
0: Wow. It was one of those things that (laughs) I said once when I was a kid and I held on to it so much. And I thought, uh, surely journalism or <laughs> like a podcaster or a little marketing is not where I'm going to yeah. be. But then come to realize that those things that you've just always been doing from a kid that you like overlook are the things that naturally relate to who, you're who you are supposed to be and yes. who you are. Yes. Like the signs are always mm. there, but sometimes you try and, and it just, like, it's almost like an oxymoron about life. I don't know if oxymoron is the word, but Mm -hmm. it's funny because life is almost like similarly, like there are always signs you see from the beginning of who you are as a person that you don't really take seriously or you overlook until that moment comes and you actually really think about and ask yourself, who am I really? And it starts to make sense. It all starts to make sense. So I just wanted to interject and add on to that because I feel like that's very relatable. Yeah,
1: it it is. Yeah. Yeah, um. because, and, and I think it's another, like, um, I remember my mom had, like, issues with, with the whole, like, Jumping from one car- um, career idea to another, just like, "You, when are you going to balance out?" Like, so you know, okay, because, so footballer, actor, mm-hmm. yeah, because like, and and you know the problem is like when you're good at um almost everything you get involved in, it's very very easy for you to get dragged into mm-hmm. different things, right? Like mm-hmm. you can be good at something, but that's not what what you're would meant to be you would make you exactly career. exactly. It's not what will make you happy. It's not what you would. Mm-hmm. Do every day that you wake up, right um and yeah, so like does the whole music phase to the music. guitar, yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like um, yeah. Be, I played guitar yeah, to be nice.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, was should the, I the, be a musician? The, yeah, the, the end, um, late um, or is it the the t- almost like entry in the two thousand and tens. That stage of rock music and yeah, um, yeah. I was and deep wanted to be a rock star. That. Exactly. <laughs> I <like> knew every song. <laughs> um, yeah, wanted to be a rock star, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, all this while I still had the mind that I was going to do that I was going to learn how to make games I I didn't think it was going to be a career or anything just I'm gonna learn how to make games, um, and it was actually the rock career now that um, kind of like shifted me towards tech. Oh, right?
0: the rock career! It was already a career now. You
1: classic career. Okay,
0: sorry. Yeah. Were, were you still in Nigeria at
1: this time? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Um, so um, this was uh, my meetings. Um, yeah, meetings. Yeah and um, we had like this rock band that we called So Lame um, <laughs> So Lame yeah, yeah, was really it? Yeah that was a rock band but we were anything That is such a very stereotypical
0: rock yeah. band name yeah. for yeah. that yeah. season but yes, so yes, like ra- our name yeah. is So Lame. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah like we, we, we look at like red hot chili peppers and why can't we call ourselves So Lame You know, and, and it just ha- so happened like the so was actually spelt with a T it just happened that the anagram um, for all the names in the um in the band the guys in the band spelled out so lame, mm.
0: right yeah so okay yeah. okay
1: so um so yeah it was like really cool and then um so we wanted to do like this i um, wanted to have like a website right and i was like you know what i'm going to build it i've never built a website before i just mm. know there's google um and google is gonna figure it out for me you know uh, <laughs> so, so i started actually before then i had learned that you could save websites you could like save the page and open it up in um, uh, Notepad, mm. right, and view the code. So what I'll do is I'll open it and then I'll um, like delete like a part of the code and reload the page and look for what changes, right. So basically, mm. that's how I was like trying to like understand um, what like coding was, or like, and of course, everyone knows, markup um, text is not really coding, yeah. but um, that was, that was my first that foray your... into, into it, you know. Um, and yeah, so I decided I'm gonna build the site. Um, I started back then, you use um, Dreamweaver. Dreamweaver was this um, tool that um, had like also like UI, um, like almost like, have you seen Wix, Yes. Right, so this was weeks before there was weeks, right? Okay. Um, so Dreamweaver kind of like, but Dreamweaver wasn't like a web app. It's something you actually install on your computer and um, it could actually translate stuff into um, HTML text mm. when you like actually like drag and drop stuff. And mm. um, so I did the first web web page, it was a single page. Um, I was very, very proud of myself. I had no idea how to put it online. Uh, <laughs> um, I probably needed to like be carrying my laptop around to show everybody the website. yeah. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you learned
0: something? Yeah, you know? I did learn
1: something, you know, <laughs> and, and it was at that point that I was finishing high school. Mm. Um, so I finished high school early. Um, I finished high school at 16 and um, mm. which was actually anyway, let me not get into that story. But yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> i finished high school i was finishing high school back then and um uh of course now like the pressure to choose what you're gonna study in uni is is there on you right so and we're at this music.
0: point you want to do everything you know you want to be in exactly. soul
1: lane exactly i want to do rock music <laughs> i want to rap you know like i'm performing everywhere that i get the opportunity you know wow. and um um yeah, it was, whew, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to those days. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was I doing? Um, but yeah, but it was, it was good. Um, and it just like led me towards this path of, um, part of uh, um, okay, also my parents finding out like I was best in um, visual arts in my graduating class. Mm. Um, I was also really good at technical drawing. So my parents mm. were like, okay, these two add up to architecture right so this boy if you is put gonna two and two
0: together exactly. architect
1: <laughs> yeah. that's such an like, african way exactly, of thinking yeah. this and this architect yeah yeah so they're like good like he's already done physics um, it's making sense. He, yeah, the Architecture is where, where he lies, you know. Uh, and I'm like, and honestly, I probably would have been up for studying architecture. Yeah. But just because my parents chose it for me, I was like, you're not choosing my course for me. You're not choosing my career for me. And I was just like against it just because I just because. I actually enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed drawing. I It came so naturally to me. Mm. Um, I never had to like work hard for it. Like I remember most of my classmates would like stay off. Up all night um, doing their drawings, right? And then wow. I'll wake up in the middle of the night while they're doing their drawing. I'll get up, I'll do mine, because we have to submit it in the morning. I'll do mine in, like, 30 minutes, right? I'll just walk around, wow. look at theirs, I go back, I do mine. You, you get your ideas. I close it up while they're still on theirs. <laughs> I close mine up, I go to sleep, and I, I I wouldn't be higher than them, but I'll be very, very close, be, right? And, and for me, honestly, like, throughout high school, I didn't care if... I I just all I wanted to do was not fail, right? So That's as long as I was doing well... That's what was was, do,
0: we were conditioned to, Yeah, you know? so
1: all I wanted to do was not fail, right? So as long as I was doing, like, reasonably well in class, I didn't care. My class was <laughs> the was actually rated the best class in the mm. entire state, right? So even if you have, like, all Bs, you could be like, middle of the class, right? Like Yeah. yeah so, so I was just like, you know what? As long as we are all performing well, it's okay. It's okay. And, yeah. So because of my stubbornness to not um, do, do architecture. architecture. I found that you could actually study computer. Um, you could actually study computer science mm. in in uni. In uni, and I was like, sign me up. You mm. know, my dad was like, is this lucrative? you know back then like this whole big um, news of like startups making cashing out all of our hadn't like come right it was just mark zuckerberg at the time right he was the he was the famous um tech story right and that was just one person it wasn't like it was spread out all over so this was 2010 um even facebook was become was coming into africa just like coming into africa like properly back then um so they were like really worried um that I was choosing <laughs> yeah. computer science. Yeah, computer science. But the thing that's
0: the thing about tech. Okay, right now yeah. at least you can see the vision. But you really had to be very futuristic yeah. for you to see. Oh okay. I remember the first oh. day
1: he sent me an article of I think it was um Evans Spijo, right? Mm-hmm. The guy for um no, no, is that a The guy for Snapchat, when Snapchat was worth like three billion or something, my dad yes. sent me the um, article. He was like, There's money in this. this
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they really need to know where is the money
1: like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They just, but it's it's all from love, you know, just yeah, so to make sure is, that you're okay. It is, you know? it is, of course. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that so was, so now, yeah.
0: You've decided you're doing computer science in yeah. uni. Was this in Lagos that you were going
1: to do? No, no, no. Computer so, science? Um, so I, I was born in Lagos, but I grew up in... I, grew, I, I lived like the first four years of my life in Lagos um, when mm. I was a kid. And then we moved um, up north. We, uh, not up north, we moved north um, of Nigeria to Joss. Um uh, Plateau State. So I grew up in Plateau State. Um, um,
0: look at me just assuming everybody yeah, that I know from Nigeria lives in
1: Lagos. <laughs> yeah, and I'm from Anambra State. Anambra mm. State. You guys need to know the name of that state. Um, but yeah. Um, and uh yeah, so I grew up and I always knew I wasn't gonna go to school in Nigeria, like Union Nigeria. I was mm. actually supposed to go, I wanted to go to high school even in, in SA. Mm. Um But then my dad, my dad conned me. (laughs) (laughs) He kept on telling me, you're going to come next year. You're going to come next year till I Uh, finished high school. (laughs) That's the typical, again, very typical African African parent. parent, (laughs) So by the time I finished high school, then he was like, um, and I got an admission to university in Cyprus. And then he was like, I don't like that. place. come to um, South Africa. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to South Africa. Uh, well, just because yeah, you've said just no, you said, yeah, now we are going to South Africa. Yeah, stop it! Stop it! Stop kid. Yeah, so I ended up in Cyprus um, studying computer information systems. Mm. Um, I did that for around three years, um, living in Cyprus, and that was when I actually like got into. So I remember um, computer information systems, like MIS here. Yes. Um, so you do business courses and computer science courses mm. um so it's kind of like evened out mm. so the first few semesters you're like first year actually you barely do any computer courses you just do business courses and um i just wanted to write code right i didn't care about the business mm. courses i would do well in them for some reason, I got so good at school, after high school, it was ridiculous, I don't know how it happened, but <laughs> <laughs> somehow it happened. You were just naturally smart, yeah, so, and that's So okay. I, did, I did really well with them, but I knew I wanted to do um, computer courses, and then after the first semester, I didn't see a computer course. Of course, like every other student will probably go and look at the catalog and be like, oh, this is when we start the computer courses, right? I wasn't even like i didn't i didn't care enough to go check all of that i just like beginning of the semester they tell us the courses we're doing and like cool i'll go to class i'll do well and then i leave right never studied anything like it was it just came so naturally to me um and Lucky for me because Jesus, I would have flunked Lucky out for of you. uni. <laughs> yeah. I would like, have flunked out of uni. It seems just you were just like mostly
0: vibes, but yeah. thank goodness you were passing the, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. exams. I
1: honestly was just mostly vibes, but I just knew I was waiting for the computer course.
0: Sorry, before yeah. we get any further into this conversation, yeah. At this point, what is Toby thinking? His career is going to be, or are we still not thinking yeah. about that? Did we? Is this now oh, you yeah. making the decision that yeah. I think I wanna build code and become an engineer?
1: Yeah. So I knew I wanted to be an engineer, but I also knew I didn't. Want to like really? I I wanted to do like startups. Like I wasn't thinking like dreaming about like Google and stuff mm. like that. I your, always knew I wanted to build that products of, product. of my own, you know. Mm. So, and and I was thinking. You know, so I'm thinking um, if you. And then I checked, right? Like go online. That that part I was good at, right? I did the research and stuff like that. Um, I I always thought about like okay. So I remember I, growing up, we had this. Um, uh, I don't know if it was. I don't know. There's there's this thing where we just like we want to know who's the richest person in the world. I I don't know. I don't know if it's everyone. Yeah. You know Honestly, I I didn't have that, but really? the videographer behind the camera yeah, is really yeah, agreeing. Yeah. With so I, I remember even before the internet came, like when I was probably like six, seven, mm. I would ask like adults, you know, like who's the richest person in the world? You know. And they're like, Why do you want to know? I'm like, I want to know, you know. I need to know where I'm planning my life towards. You know, and I'll see like videos of Michael Jackson, I hear he was like nine when he started music. I'm like, okay, cool. And he has all this money. Maybe that's the Me, way to and go. And you have the rock background. <laughs> <laughs> at this time, I didn't know how to play the guitar, okay. but um, I knew how to sing. I knew, I knew how to sing. So so you can sing? Like, yeah, kind of. So are you actually just good at everything that you do? Um, I... I'm a little bit above average in most things that I do. Okay. Yeah. That's a really good thing to have. I think you're blessed
0: in that way, honestly.
1: Yeah. I I, I don't take it for granted. Um, Even though I did at the earlier stages of my life, I just figured like, oh, yeah, this is just like... It's normal. Yeah, it's just, it's normal. When you start to realize when
0: you mingle with people, people really struggle with some of these things. Yeah.
1: Or when you get older and some of those things you can't do anymore right or mm. when you get sick and you lose some some part of it right like so like i would like football I was really good um but then got sick and then um at some point and um and then like breathing became a, a problem so i couldn't oh. run for long as um or like run well like the or like i used to mm. anymore or when you get older and bigger and then your speed goes down and you're mm. like holy smokes no there the are people same that are actually person. slow you know <laughs> (laughs) I'm one of them now. (laughs) Yeah, but you don't realize that there are people that are actually slower than others when you're a kid who's just like fast playing the game and just enjoying yourself. Yeah. So I had like, I did like my research and I saw, oh, these guys lost stake in their company because um, they had to raise funds and things like that. So, how do I build my own tech company without losing? Um, control of the company right like now i'm watching like the steve jobs movie and seeing how he was kicked out of the company Mm. and i'm like okay maybe i'm gonna play football make money from football for career for for capital for my tech company, right? Wow, so, that's where, so that's the capital was coming from that's what, that's what I was thinking, that's <laughs> okay. what I was thinking, yeah. So I actually tried, I tried um, some trials for some teams. Um, problem was in Cyprus, in North Cyprus, which is where I am. So most people don't know this, but no, Cyprus is divided into two by an actual wall, right? Like the mm. wall of Berlin. I think it's the only um, country, I think, um, that actually has like an actual wall, you know, like right wow. now that is still separating north and south of the same people. Wow. Um, yeah. So I, I was in north, northern um, Cyprus. Cyprus. Yeah. And um, northern Cyprus is an extension of Turkey, right? So um, you don't get like the Schengen visa and all of that. Mm. But if you come, so I couldn't go to the south, which is like Schengen visa but the guys in the south could come into Into the northern because of the deal i guess that um, turkey has Mm. already with um, europe right Mm. um yeah so um i i got tryouts in the south but i couldn't go um the north they had like this rule where in the um first teams they only allow like two foreigners Mm. um, and most teams already had like their foreigner quota Field right, and so, when you
0: were applying for schools in Cyprus, this is something you yeah, didn't I, had, yeah, I consider. didn't know, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah know. I didn't do that
1: research. Um, but like I had it in my actually, I was gonna go to Cyprus, um, as like a stop way to move to London because I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna try and oh, get to Chelsea. Oh, that's so right? disappointing, yeah, but but it was, um It was, I think it was, it was, it was a point in my life where I actually learned so much and I grew so much. I moved to Cyprus when I was 17. I moved alone. Um, When there started like a new life, no family members. I I knew two people there um, before I got there who were like also like young people in their twenties. And um, yeah, so... The life, you know, like everything went on well, and um, I learned so much in that process. I grew so much. I remember when I went home the first time after three years. Uh, my after my three mom, years, yeah, yeah. My mom was like she was she was surprised at who i became you know like i I went from this kid who was
0: like yeah who was like
1: really lazy wouldn't do anything apart unless you're paying me i from when i was a kid like unless you're paying me i wouldn't do house chores i wouldn't do nothing you know like my parents had so much issues with that um yeah now i was the one going around making sure that the doors were locked at night and all of that so yeah Um, that was where my career um i wrote my first lines of actual code in Mm. c um in 2013 and i just never turned back since then yeah
0: yes okay that's very interesting to see the journey from you now being a footballer which i think you soon realize this is not gonna come to a reality yeah and then now fully accepting that this tech thing is yeah. where you wanna be and yeah. where you wanna start building yeah. pla uh building products. Yeah. So now when you got your first opportunity work wise into the tech space or to building your first product or okay not your first product because i'm sure by the time you got the job you already had built yes. a couple of oh, things
1: I had built a number of products yeah oh, so one, yeah.
0: you know how many i mean wh- tell us walk us through that journey of getting into now your first job yeah. and maybe the realizations you made to get to now like maybe this is not what i want to do you know did you end up moving countries to pursue some some uh, job opportunities or to did you realize that i want to keep building my own product and then how did you get into um this company that you work for right now as you know the lead uh engineer
1: yeah um yeah my story is very long so i'm not gonna go into like the (laughs) nitty-gritties of everything that happened um you can give us some some
0: tidbits yeah
1: so i ended up in kenya um as a result of the current regime the outgoing regime in nigeria right now um i was actually gonna move to canada i had um i decided to go to canada start school again afresh um for, um, our, for another computer, un- yes, for undergrad, the, yes, still another undergrad. Um, so you did science. two undergrads. Um, so I didn't finish the one in Cyprus. Okay. Yeah, i act- I've actually been thinking maybe I should just go just finish because I left in the third year. Um, yeah, but anyway, I I wanted to move to Canada because I felt like Cyprus was really slow. Um, Mm. for me, there weren't like, I didn't think, I didn't see a lot of future, um, staying in Cyprus, you Mm. know, so, um, I wanted to go to Canada and, um, so my dad, um, agreed, he paid for my flight, I went home and then he gave me money to go to to Canada. Canada and, um, and start I, afresh. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. I, but I wasn't even worried about that. Yeah. Like I wasn't I wasn't worried. Like I knew what the goal was, you know, like uh, I, I I always knew what the goal was, you know. Okay. Um at that point, like I just knew what the goal was. It was to get into um Canada, you know, like try to build startups, do school on the side, honestly. Um <laughs> school was the side piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and just like try to build startups. Um uh, so I, I applied, went to, um, applied at the embassy. I got my, my admission, everything. And then, um, now the mistake I made was I put the money in Naira. Um, and then one day we just, um, someday in the afternoon, mid 2016, Naira got devalued, um, by a ridiculous amounts. Right. Um, I think it was around like 300% or something. Wow. In, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that was it. Um, it went. i just didn't have enough money to go to school anymore wow. yeah so so yeah i i i thought like where's the quickest place that i could where's like the next place i could go to and um, it just happened to be on the news they're talking about mpesa and how like the technology is like revolutionizing um, fintech in mm. in East Africa, and um, and I saw like the budding um, fintech, um, the f- budding tech um, community in Kenya, mm. and I thought, you know what? Um, Why not just move yeah. to my rope? You know what yeah. I like about these stories that you just make decisions
0: that based on like one small detail, and you're like, I think. This is, okay, maybe yeah. not just one small detail, yeah. but you're able, you know, it takes a lot for someone to, de- okay, so for most people, okay, for some people, yeah. to, to decide to live where they've built their life yeah. or where they've built connections and yeah. just uproot it and move somewhere else. But yeah. for you, it almost felt like I'm making this decision and I'm going with it and yeah. let's go. Let's move to this different country. Let's start a new life somewhere different. Yeah. And um, just to, I know you didn't want to get, we don't want to get too much into yeah. it, but you know, what was that? That moment you realize that you can't proceed with school or, I mean, did you realize that I also can't stay in Canada now that I'm not going to have the student visa? What was that feeling? What was that process? Did you just automatically say, okay, what's the next plan? Or was there a moment where you were confused? Like, what, what is it that I'm doing now? Um, like, everything's not going as I expected it to. You yeah. went to Cyprus to be a footballer, to get funding to this didn't work out as you planned so you thought the next best move was to move to Canada then this all this is happening in Canada like I feel like that was also a lot to go through for someone who started at 17 and then now you're um you know early 20s but all this is happening in your life which is a lot compared to what normal regular uh, people around that age are experiencing so how did you navigate that process and um you know did you use it as fuel or you know yeah. what was it
1: like it's an interesting question um i uh, i just i don't know i think i went through so much in 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 cyprus mm. that um it just made making these decisions like really easy mm. like they felt like they were the easy part of life right um wow. if if things don't work here like where like where let's next? move on right yeah like let's get it, you know, um, I always just, I just had that mentality, you know. Um, There's this thing my people say, they say um, that where, where there is life, right, there is hope. Mm. right um and it's this thing that they always tell us like as kids you know Um, but i took it very very personally right um it's this thing like that's what they tell you like when they you know like when they give you like those um i don't know if it's like cultural bits on like okay like why like in our culture like suicide is not like a a thing you know um is because where there's life there is hope right and my mom has this story that she would tell us as, as kids you know like um uh bedtime story kind of thing Mm. um about this guy who was going to kill himself and and this is like she's saying this in our language right because like these Mm. are stories that have been passed down through Mm. generations right Mm. and um it's this guy who had gone to hang himself and he climbs up the tree and about when he's about to um hang himself he hears a cry from down right um and it's this person who is a cripple and Mm. can barely walk and has to stay under that tree all the time for people to bring them food Mm. that is crying. And he sings a song. He goes, okay, let me not sing it. Um, You have a voice. (laughs) voice. (laughs) Um, uh, But he goes, um, look look at me. He goes, um, the man climbing the tree, let me just translate. It's like the man climbing the tree or the big man climbing the tree. um, Look at me and please don't fall on me right Mm. Uh, my when my parents gave birth to me they gave birth to me a cripple and they left me in the forest to die Mm. right and it's like this the the moral of the story is like this person who was born a cripple and was left out in this in the um forest to die is not trying to like they don't want to die they don't want to die die. and you who is like an able-bodied person has climbed the tree to commit suicide and because of that the cry of that person he came, he down, came down and he didn't commit suicide um, and i that 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 story like just rung uh, in a different way so everything that went on in cyprus everything that i went through um it just got me to like as long as i'm alive Like, there is always hope, you know, Mm. and um, it's just like, what's the next thing? Like, what's the next option? Like, you're not going to sit down and wallow in whatever is going on right now. You're going to find the Mm. next thing to do, and you're going to just, like, keep chasing life.
0: Um, Just, I know this is veering a bit off into the tech story, but Mm. uh, with regards to what you say... Do you think that in some ways that mentality, in as much as it's good, can also... You know, there's this common saying that, you know, men are emotionless or, you know, you keep the ball rolling, but a lot is eating you up inside. True. So do you feel that that... Um, that enables the narrative of, you know, keep pushing, don't look back, keep moving, yeah. but not really address how you're feeling internally and, yeah. you know, potentially have, you know, mental health issues these days are yeah. a big thing, and, yeah. you know, I mean, the where is life, there is always hope philosophy. I completely, 100% agree with it. Yeah. I think it's a good thing to have to yeah. keep you going, yeah. but also I'm looking at both balance. sides of the coin, the balance, balance. you know. Well, yeah. you, uh, we're trying to move in a, pl- in a space where, you know, men should be more vocal about what they're going through yeah. or um, what's bothering them, even if you're moving, like we're moving with purpose, we're moving with uh, trying to address the day-to-day issues that men do actually experience but are always afraid to talk about. So was that, I don't know if you want to talk about it on a personal level, like was that something you were really considering, like how do I still take care of myself even if I'm moving, or did you just like, turn a blind, blind eye and keep it moving? Or, you know, what do you, just what do you have to say about, um, you know, the situation that men yeah. experience and such? Well, I,
1: think, I think people should, um, people, people need to, I think there's, there's no one-size-fits-all. Yes. Um, and people cope in different ways. Um, you just need to make sure that whatever your coping mechanism is, it isn't one that would come to hunt you. Mm. later and sometimes you you won't know right so it takes maybe like one breakdown um and then you're like okay maybe this is not the way to go about yeah, it and that's true. and i need to like um and and sometimes you just need to it also goes by age right so maybe when you're younger um you're more foolish right so maybe you are um like you you're, you're and, and i i use foolish in a very very conservative way mm. right um but you're you're more enthusiastic and happy about life right yeah so so in 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 points like that in your life when things happen i at least for me i found it better to keep moving Mm. right to know okay yes it's happened and this is horrible but like i'm still alive um and i'll i'll keep moving right and i'll move to the next and i'll move to the next and um so when you are homeless and without a place to live like you still if you have a computer you still write code right when your Mm. computer gets stolen and um, Mm. you don't have anything but you have a phone you download um, whatever you can use to write code on your phone right Mm. and these are things that I did you know and like I just like I just knew like what the goal was and I really enjoyed this thing honestly it was really fun for me um and yeah so I think When it comes to like the mental health thing, like if, if that thing, like you have to find something that makes you happy and isn't destructive, Mm. you know? And I found that in like, you know, even, even if not, I wasn't like playing football professionally, you know, like watching football, listening to music, working, you know, writing code and Mm. stuff. um, That was just like, just knowing that even if things didn't feel like they were going towards a certain place. I was working towards something. So regardless, Mm. I was working towards something. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's very interesting. And I think that summarizes, that gives a good response to motivate, uh, people who are listening, who may be in a similar situation when they're, you know, maybe country hopping or trying to figure things out. And, Mm -hmm. uh, keep it moving, you know? Yeah. Um, so now you touched down Nairobi. Tell us how now you got into AI Care and, you know, building, um, you know, that product. But yeah. also if you had anything in between that
1: led you up to this moment. Yeah. So AI Care was, um, AI, care, AI Care happened um, as a result of like, you know, like, um, so when I came to Nairobi, I came to Nairobi, I was already like building um, the idea for another startup that I mm. had, you know, um, from, from home, because I actually came to Nairobi from Nigeria. Um, and um, so, like, I, I got to the airport, like, had all the normal issues that Nigerians have at the airport with, <laughs> with the border security guys, you know. Yeah. Um, people trying to extort you for money, mm. police officers, and, mm. and, you know, like, um, all, all that stuff. If you're listening to this podcast and thinking
0: of coming to Nairobi based on some <laughs> just know some...
1: Salmon, yeah, there are bad eggs. Are bad eggs. Yeah, but but honestly,
0: eggs. I think even you go to any African country. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I yeah, yeah,
1: because Nigeria is worse, right? Um, I'm not going to lie, yeah. Um, it's probably worse. Um, for, But, yeah, um, I think the, Nigeria is just different in a way that if you're a foreigner, they would do it in like kind of like a nice way, right? They, they try to get money out of you by, like, sweet-talking you. Mm. Um, Kenya is more of a hostile kind of, like, takeover, <laughs> you know, um, when it comes to trying to get money out of you as a foreigner. Mm. especially when they can smell that you're new. Yeah. You know? um, yeah um but anyway um i come to i get to the airport um it's really late um the only contact i have in kenya is not picking their calls so i stay at the airport from like 11 p.m to like 8 a.m the next day um and i was just like i just sat at a java there um Mm. i was coding um this was 2017 um in the morning I tried to find a hotel to just go rest my head and that's when they were calling me so um, I ended up having to yeah so I went to Daystar um mm. and um I ended up having to um like find my way to Daystar like just my phone the maps I left my things in the hotel and I just like put it on the maps um I asked around I couldn't take Uber because um the the a cab guy who I used in Nigeria, the last Uber I used, put that I didn't he like, he didn't state that I paid him his money, oh I guess. God. Exactly. So Uber thought I owed them money. I'm like, I'm, I'm way too stubborn to pay you guys twice, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna figure my way around oh um, Nairobi. Yeah. So I went to railways. For the first time, and I'm like, "What country have I come to?" (laughs) Wow, that being one of your first stops is not ideal. Yeah, CBD being your first stop is not ideal, you know. Um, So I get to ways, I'm like, "God, where is this?" Um, And then I tell them I'm going to Athi River. They put me on a bus. Um, The bus starts taking me to Kitangela. And I'm looking on the map. I'm like, okay, this is not where the map is telling me, right? Um, So I have to come down. I take a bike. I don't know if you've been to Daystar, right? So when you get to... Def key. you have to go through, if you get, to, if you're going through Devki, you have to go through Mavoko, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this, this, like, desertificated area or something. <laughs> and this guy is taking me, there's like trees here, I can't see civilization. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, I'm being kidnapped, you know? But like I'm looking this. at the map and it's telling me, like, they start so <laughs> fun. I'm like, okay, what school have this, has this girl told me to apply to? Like, <laughs> because... Like, the, it wasn't even the Nairobi, this was yeah, the... Yeah, the... <laughs> yeah Viva campus, you know? Yeah. Um, because that was where there was that was the only where there was computer science. Um, and then I get there and then I see the gate. I'm like, wow, that's the gate I actually saw online. These guys didn't take pictures of the surrounding. They didn't tell us the they truth. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they show you what yeah, they want yeah. you to see <laughs> um so I went there and then like you know like I'm close um, if you're leaving and you're going through the other road now like you see like zebras um, yeah. wild beasts <laughs> I'm like wow like I've come to school in the conservatory you know <laughs> um and this is like my first time seeing a zebra in my entire life right no way. yeah um I'm like wow so I actually like take pictures and I send home I'm like yo guys look at what is (laughs) right right next to my school (laughs) um yeah and um I went to Daystar um at some point I ended up like having to like pay my way through Daystar myself Mm. after like the first year my parents kind of like just checked out (laughs) I I literally (laughs) called them I was like you I don't have money. I don't. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, you figure it out. Man. A yeah. Year. So um, yeah, I, I my my dad tried to help like from time to time, you know. But then um, I had to find a way. Um, of course, I don't have a job. Um, work permits cost a lot in Kenya mm. for um, internationals. In, for people yeah. who don't know, it's around two thousand dollars a year, um, and you have to pay for two years, and then you also have to pay for the um, agency so everything comes at around like six thousand um, dollars to wow. get the work permits um yeah. and yeah and of course where am i getting six yeah, thousand dollars right? at that point yeah so i'm like this is not happening um mm. so i had to find a way to um get money so a lot of freelance on fiverr um also um Trying to oh so
0: were you, you getting opportunities on Fiverr?
1: Yeah, so so I, I had a friend who had like a really good um, Fiverr account, and he would always get reached out to by um, people who are trying to hire, and um, so he passed the jobs to me when he he got ones that um, maybe he was too busy and stuff. So from there, I started um, gaining some experience. Um, decent um, experience on. Um, on Fiverr and even getting reviews, right? I still have mm. five-star reviews on, on Oh on, on congratulations. Fiverr. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. tried
0: Fiverr or it does not work for uh, that much lucratively in the marketing. Yeah. I think even for opinion. tech, like you
1: need to have like a really good account and you have yeah, to. Yeah, you
0: have ha- to build. Yeah. Also,
1: if you have people who started very early, right, who already have like high oh, ratings, it's good to ref- talk to them and then they refer you to refiring. clients. Uh, yes. okay. Yes. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, okay. so that's mm-hmm. how I got Fiverr. And then um, so Daystar, um, I tried some other startups. I did some hackathons, um, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get like funding and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, mm-hmm. all of that, like, will go burst, I'll go to the next startup. to get bus, I'll go to the next startup. Um mm-hmm. and um I I remember um going to um So, okay, so I I just tried my best to like get, you know, like some money, right? Um, Because I had to pay rent, I had to buy food, I had to do school. So I just tried to get all of that um, rolling and um, the school needed someone. So by this time I was, I had applied, actually first I was teaching students in school. So I, yeah, so I offered um, to help teach um, um, introduction to computer science, which was C programming right introduction to c actually um in school and um i tried to tell my i i talked to one of the, the teachers and i was like can i be your teachers assistant right and he was he was happy to do it he um, and I, I started teaching and some people saw like pictures or like videos of me teaching and they're like, well, you should try applying for the Google Developer Students program. Oh, right? okay. So I applied. I didn't know it was like a big thing. I didn't even know it was like a Google thing. It's a thing. Google thing. Yeah, I didn't know. I, did, I just thought it was going to be one of those things where they just send you um you know like pdfs or something like to help (laughs) teach you know (laughs) i'm not thinking it's actually a thing thing you Mm. know um and then i got in um one of like 100 um, students were picked um across universities in africa um yeah and um yeah so that was that was exciting and then next time here and they're like oh we're going to ghana i'm like you guys are going to play pay for flight for us to go to Ghana, you know, like all expense paid trip, just make your way to the airport. I'm like, wow, (laughs) this is the life. This is now, now we're talking. (laughs) like, this is the (laughs) life. Uh, So we went, um, came back. um, And when I went, when I was going um, at that time, it turned out we had like a new uh, VC at Daystar who was also trying to make a name. And he has like one of his students is going on this all expense paid trip for, um, to, um, uh, Ghana, Ghana, and he was he was really happy about it. Like he announced in school, and um, now you're famous. Yes, right? <laughs> um, yeah, and um, I'm famous for the right things now. Now you you're know? famous for the right <laughs> Yeah, um, and. He um, so they also like had like the student elections going on um, that were coming up, and they had changed the, the constitution to match the Kenyan constitution, and they wanted an app which needed to be like built from ground up for mm. voting right um, so I I did. The, I, I actually built started building the app without having any agreement with them. Wow, and then you um, presented yeah, it so to them. Yeah, so I built them. everything, presented it to them. They were happy. They asked me to meet up with um, some of the heads of the school, so like VC of finance, VC academics. Um, I did the presentation. They were happy, and then they told the VC, like, the system is good, everything works, um, it does what they want it to do, and all of that. Um, so um the school came to me and they were like how much do i want for the system right so at first i had told them i wanted seventy thousand shillings kenyan shillings yeah ridiculous can you be serious i know i know um (laughs) but then um i i did that because i just i had like like a set of bills i needed to pay at that time and i was thinking maybe i could actually like just use it to pay the bills this right? One yeah time. yeah so um but then i i went back and i thought to myself i was like okay like you still have school fees to pay you have all these yeah. things like you like why would you sell it for <laughs> 70, for that 000. yeah for 70000 and um so i when they called me the next time they're like so how much do you think you want to sell the system for i just told them have you guys seen my um school balance they yeah, like no i'm like yeah i don't want to pay school fees anymore wow. um yeah and uh, at this time, I had like three hundred thousand shillings plus in school debt oh <laughs> that was going to school, and I had to pay. And I'm thinking, like, where am I gonna pay this money from? I also have rent um, oh to pay. God. So um, they were like, cool. Um, and I just opened my portal one day, and I saw I had like zero um, shillings wow. debt. Wow! Yeah. You
0: coded your way out. Yeah.
1: So I I never I didn't pay school fees again um, from twenty. 20 till 2021, 20, like the rest of my studies, um, which was a couple semesters that probably wow. added up to probably like 600,000. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I ended up not paying anything. And yeah, wow. um, even my graduation fee was handled by the school. Oh my um, God. Yeah, and then they just gave me more work to do um over yeah and then um so now i'm coming to the end of school and my uncle is hitting me up he's like you're um you're almost done with school you should come to the states right let's plan for how you're gonna come to the states i was really happy about the idea um but then i'm still doing like freelance like lots of freelance right like i'm doing at least three freelance jobs at a time to make money and then now i'm actually having like more money than most students would have right still being a student um and like rent is no longer a problem, you know. I'm mm. um, going out, coming to Nairobi, trying out new restaurants. Mm. Is no longer now a problem. Now you're living a
0: nice you know, life. Right? Like I'm, I'm
1: finally getting chubby, and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah, it's it was like kind of like good. I'm I'm sending money home to like my siblings, and um, yeah. So when I, I got the call, up. yeah, yeah. So I got the call asking me if I. Would want to talk to some guys. They're looking for a founding engineer. And um actually they didn't tell me it was a founding engineer job. Um mm. they just told me they're looking for someone. So I'm thinking it's a freelance. job job. right um and i have like three at this time so i'm like i'm too swarmed but i'm like you know what i go with that same mindset of just get the money (laughs) (laughs) you don't know where it's gonna fit into the schedule but we'll make it fit yeah so i had the call with them it turned out it was something i could do within um a a short period of time i got it done um, so did you
0: go to the U.S. to do this project? No, no, no. Oh, so this was, this here was Oh, in, this was in in the Korea. Nairobi yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: So, um, so it was something that could be done in like two weeks, actually. Like they just mm. needed a new module. Mm. Right. Um, so I was like, actually, I put it two weeks because they needed it quick. Um, and I got it done. Um, I actually got paid for it um, and that was basically like an interview. Right oh. um, for the job, right? After did they you had know asked like, it was an interview questions. for the job? Um, they or? told me if it goes well, then maybe we could talk about okay um, something having you full time. Yeah, having maybe. me full time. Yeah. So um, uh, we did, and then um, luckily for me, Jaime, who is like the who was CTO and co-founder of um, AI Care. Um, oh, so this he, was
0: AI Care. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. So he. Um, he liked, like, he liked my work. He felt we worked, um, good together. And he told the CTO, uh, the CEO that Arthur. And, uh, so, um, they called me and they're like, yeah, um, they would like us to continue working if I would be open to it. And, um, I told them, yeah, um, I just need like some time to like round up some of the freelance jobs Mm. that I have, um, because I don't want to leave my clients hanging. That's Um, true. Exactly. So. Um, they were like cool, so I took like this was um, early uh, mid December twenty twenty, mm. and I I basically like just like did like a sprint, and I was done with like most of the freelance jobs by like first week of January. Wow! Yeah, I gave it gave it to the um, the guys. They were happy with it, and um, yeah, on the fourth of January. Um twenty twenty one I started you officially at, at AI Care, Yeah. It's in my contract, so gotta mm. remember when your ESOP starts counting yeah. from <laughs>
0: I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> you got to remember.
1: Yeah, so it um, came, came um, pretty, pretty nice. Um, I was already, like, it was, I, I felt like it was um, a, a pretty um, good offer for someone who was just finishing uni. Um, it also came with ESOP, you know, and I was I was just happy. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe it's not a company that I came up with the idea, but I but get to build the infrastructure, I get to lay the mm. foundation, and I also get some ownership, stake in the company so your
0: your mark in the company is still gonna be there your presence is gonna be felt yeah
1: and um also like i also had like you know like these dreams of being like an investor and all of that and i don't have money to invest Mm. right but i have time to invest right Mm. that's that's my so i'm like okay yeah i see myself as an investor Mm. who pays his um dues who pays who invests via time right Mm. so a lot of like the other projects that I kept on like taking on like even when it comes to like freelance jobs um that I or side jobs that I Mm. do I always come with the mindset of okay this is me investing time in my youth um to own an ownership stake in this company because yes I don't have like twenty thousand dollars one hundred thousand dollars five million dollars or whatever Mm. that the company needs in funding but I can give them my time in exchange Mm. for for, for, for some bit of the company, you know. Mm. Um, and that's, I, that's I, like, I like what you've just said.
0: And what, one of the things that I really carry hold very dearly is um, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And you never stopped coding, even when you were going through the struggles in Cyprus and Canada. I think the opportunities you got in Kenya from even just taking yourself to build that product for them to see before they've even asked for it, to getting coding your way out of yeah. that debt situation yeah. that you had. Yeah. So I really think that is a huge takeaway from your story and your experience is that yeah. I was already prepared for this opportunity when it was going to come. Yeah. And uh, the second thing is you know, people can hold on so much to that what what you were holding on to for a very long time that I must build a product that is mine solely. That's the only way to go. That's there's there's, there's nothing less that you're gonna take yeah other than that yeah. But also realizing that okay, you can modify that um, thinking to still something that is going to work yeah. in your benefit and still yeah. holds that philosophy your yeah. philosophies yeah. or your um stand standings yeah. basically because you have um, to think like
1: strong. is it is it is it me- wanting to is it really like my core like my my core is to build exactly um and is it is it ego to want to build out your ideas only right and must it be you who started the company exactly right um i think yeah you sorry Um, You really need to confront your ego at that time to really
0: know that maybe this is not yet the time for me to build what I want to build, but your impact, again, like you said, investing in your time, your youth to get one, the financial opportunities and doors it was going to open for you, but also... You know, get you to
1: where you want to be, to where you are today, to get you to where you want to yeah. become eventually. Yeah, and and um, like like another thing is like you, I I think it's easier to do that like to 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 get that clarity of view when um you basically like when when the the, the mission of the company aligns with yours, right? So exactly. AI Care is a telematics company, right? Mm. Um, um, we do AI um, based on tele, um, vehicle telemetry mostly um so like insurance um so basically we we see ourselves as an tech mm-hmm. and smart mobility mm. company right um but one thing that like when i was told about the idea for the company and all of that um i found different bits and pieces of Different startups that I had tried to build in the past, you know, like mm. an experience that I have, yeah, right, so building stuff, in exactly, into your exactly. So it was like, um, yes, I'm, I'm not building. I built this um, uh, um, ambulance um, request system, like emergency request system, mm. right, um, and. Um, it, didn't, it didn't go out on to be what I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. even though it worked and everything. However, AI care is incorporating this in a different way, right? So if, yes. if someone gets an accident, mm. we automatically call an ambulance to give them information mm. about where you are and all of that. Um, give them If you've given us like your personal information, mm. we can also relay and permission to relay to them. We can relay to them um, and they you know, like come and rescue yes. you. So like that gets that part out. I built a, an asset management system, right? Mm. Um, so like the vehicle management system came in from that side, right? The only thing I hadn't built is like an actual insurance system, system. right? Also, I've always been interested in IoT, right? Um, mm. so and, and we have this IoT device that passes data to us and we crunch that data, right? I had interest in. Um, ML and uh, machine learning and AI and you know um, and then there's also this bit of okay what do we do with this data and how do Mm. we interpret this data, Mm. how do we create the driving scores that we create for insurers or whatever, Um, so all of that like just kind of like Came in and it's like okay, like this is a product that has been built out by or like has been thought out by people who have like way more experience than I have. Yes. People who are who have like both age-wise and um, job-wise, you know, like they've done stuff, they've been through the Antler program because I joined just as we were leaving oh, the Antler okay. program, yeah. right? And they've been through the Antler program, they've gained this knowledge from these other people, right? um I talk to this people to these people and I see how smart they are, right? Uh, I Always want to work with smart people, yes. right? So, like, this is like a win win situation. I also get paid to do it, yeah. Right? You get paid to do exactly. it exactly. So, honestly,
0: if you, you can't discount any part of the journey because yeah. it all really came together, came together. To yes, what it is now, yeah. Um, and I really, I really like that, and I really yeah. like the takeaway from this story that you've given us or your story that you've given us. Yeah. I'm feeling very inspired, honestly, to hear <laughs> yeah. how you just said, fuck it, and just went. Even yeah. when it felt like... Me, I don't know if I would have had the strength <laughs> with some of the things that I could only imagine yeah. um, in your journey experience before things now started looking up in the day store, yeah. um side of things. Yeah. But it also just comes to show that you really just need to work your way to get to where yeah. you really want to some be. Some people honestly. get it. Some people,
1: some people, For um, I think it, it looks very, very easy from when you're looking from outside and when you're not yeah. in there and you don't see. Um, so it looks like some people get it really easy or like things yes. just work out for them like miraculously. Yes. But you're not thinking, oh, this person has a $10,000 job, but they've done like, they've put out maybe like 10,000 applications <laughs> to different yes. country, companies. You know, they've done yeah. like 150 interviews and then they ended up with that one One job job that was successful successful. overnight success is never overnight exactly honestly so you know just like all of that coming together it just yeah it's it's been really really um eye-opening you know um because and you have people who for for because they care about you right it's not like they hate you or anything they'll Mm -hmm. ask you questions like what like what is all like what is all this for you know, I remember in uni when everyone is out there having fun, they're mm. going out and things like that, and I'm like, I'm working. They're like, you're working, but where's the money? You know? <laughs> you know Let me tell you that. Like, and you post... even start questioning yourself, but Yo, where is yeah, the money? <laughs> post videos of myself, you know, like coding or like work or like what wow. I'm doing and things like that, and i'll get texts and be like, hey, you're always working, but we're not seeing the money, you know? <laughs> and I just keep to keep on telling them like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and you know like and then those same people when like even though you're not where you want to be yet but like you're getting closer to that goal when they see that it's like oh wow like so now it's making sense sense. and one of them actually told me so um they have a job but they don't have a really nice they don't have a nice job and um things are not looking like the way that they thought it was gonna look Mm. after uni right so they just went to school got really good grades and um they felt like that was going to be enough to get them like the jobs that they want or the jobs that they need it's never like that yeah and um they told me they they actually told me and they said um that they wish they put in the effort um like to learn things and actually get there and actually start working before um, before, uni, before, the, yeah, before basically. you finish, and I always tell uni students is, I'm like, start applying for jobs like in your in your last year before you finish uni. Mm. So it's way easier to get into the job, to get a job if you're coming if you already from, have yeah, because the, the,
0: they're gonna want to look for experience, and you're wondering, where is this experience? Where is everyone getting this experience yes, from? Yes. People who are getting yeah. jobs.
1: and if you apply <laughs> while you're a university students, right, rather than after you're done with uni, what I find is that companies. Um, are more willing to listen to you because they already know this person is coming to learn. They're not looking for a certain kind of experience. Mm. But once you have that certificate, now nah, they're, they're expecting experience. I don't know why it's like that. Yeah, oh, but yeah all right. but they they Because like I remember like in uni applying to Google, like going through the entire process and getting to the very last process, right? To the point where if you don't, the point where when you don't get it, they actually have to call you and tell you, yeah, this is why you're not getting it. Like it gets, like I went through around like seven different steps of like inter- different types of interviews right for, the, the, last, for, the, uh, for the google job google right till the last to the last point and then when you don't get to the call you they're like okay you did really well but then maybe like there was just like one question and we have like one thousand other applicants mm. right you even like people pass and, it's
0: always something yeah because you smart. pass
1: google completely and they keep you like in a waiting list to get into the company sometimes mm, wow. right so so but if you start doing that now while you're done with uni then you get um, really frustrated because work is not coming you're at home you know but if you're doing it while you're in school you still have class right? like to it's okay if i get it, it it's okay if i don't exactly but and most times you will actually get something before, before you finish. It's true. yeah
0: i agree um thank you so much for that i think this has been a very insightful conversation um thank you for me. and Yes, I think there's a lot to take in that I'm going to, I think this has been the longest episode recording that (laughs) I've had actually, which says a lot about your journey as well, honestly, but I'm not complaining. Um, I think I'm just going to close, normally when I'm closing off the episodes, I ask my guests four closing questions, just so that we can summarize everything into, you know. in the the proper way so i'm just gonna ask you four questions um the first one is what is one word to describe the journey to get to where you are today and why
1: perseverance Mm. perseverance um i think you can be smart you can be talented um but if you don't persevere um and perseverance, of course, includes like hard work, right? You persevere in the hard work, you persevere in the lear- learning, you persevere in what you want to do, like what you, where you want to get to. And mm. just perseverance means like, for me, like, everything, right? Like knowing when to pivot and um, focus on, on, a, on a different angle to get to mm. the goal, right? Um, um, perseverance is, is, is it for me. Yeah.
0: The second question that I'm going to throw at you is what advice would you give to someone who is basically aspiring to get to where you are today or yeah, someone who may be looking to become an engineer or is having a bit of a tough time to figure out the funding situation or all that, or just yeah. what advice would you give?
1: Um, whew, yeah. Uh, for, for, for being an engineer, I think the, the, the best idea would be to get started. Right, that's how you find out if you really love it, because you could be. Um, it's 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 not it's not just about like being smart or like knowing. It's just practice, it, practice, right? Like it's also um, the fact that this is. Um, it can get it can get boring if you don't love it, mm. right? Um, I remember like I used to sit like for like 18 hours on a stool right I, I didn't have money to get like a proper chair in my in my dorm room so i'll sit on a stool i remember a friend of mine actually brought me a plastic chair from their house they were like you're gonna mess mess up your back wow um, so just use this yeah so i started using that chair but if i didn't love it i wouldn't have been able to spend all that time um doing coding you know it. yeah coding and and doing all that stuff knowing that i'm not like it's not like i'm getting any money right now of course there was the belief that maybe i'll be able to like build this startup you know go to you know mm. like a next stage or something but um that 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 of course like it had failed like like two three times right yes. but then i still went the, f- the fourth time the fifth time right um the only way i could have gone like that was because uh, first of course the perseverance and then um the fact that i love it so i'd say just find out if you love it and if you love it just persevere and Keep the only going. way for
0: you to find out if you love it is, is by you trying to try. and yes. i don't think that's just for engineers i think that's for everything yes. you know yes. you need to just start get to yeah. it and find out what it actually yeah. means having this interest yeah
1: and i think a lot of people also don't like realize that um it's like it's like i i I tell people this like when people start coding they want to like they want to learn how to like build stuff and build like this application in like two months you know and and i'm like first this is a completely new language you're learning when you started like, when you, when you were born, it took you how long for you to be able to, to learn a language, actually, to, to be able to talk, to talk, right? And even when you learned how to talk, it wasn't up till you were, like, maybe, like, six, seven, that your tongue was actually, like, stable. Yeah. And then now, and then when you get to, like, your teens, that's when you're, like, actually able to, like, you know, like, make proper, like, you know... Um, Deep sentences, or you know, mm. like come up with like you know, like deep words, and mm. but you want to learn how to code and be like the best at it in like two months. Come on, it's not gonna happen, not gonna happen yeah. But it's quicker, right? You can, it's quicker than learning how to speak, or and you can actually get there, um, in maybe like two years, three years. But you could build your first product in the first six months or the first four mm. months, depending on how um you you um basically absorb information right and mm. and watch how much time you're able to actually dedicate to it so if you do all of those and you actually love it and because you could get really good at it but you don't love it people do that right they get really good at things that they don't love and i think that's just frustration you're it setting yourself up for can get frustrating because yeah.
0: it's a lifetime of yeah. this one thing you yeah. don't like to do
1: yeah
0: yeah okay that makes sense um I think the third question, I have two, two more questions to ask you. And the third one is, do you think you have any regrets or things that you, sh- you wish you could have done better? Yeah. Why?
1: Um, there, there, there isn't a lot I have that I regret. I, I, I try my best not to regret anything. I also mm. honestly don't even regret this, but I'd say I, if I were starting out again now with the knowledge that I have, I would get into the tech communities earlier. Um, mm. I, I had, I had this notion because of watching movies like Hackers, uh, um, social network, um, that you, all you need to do is like, just sit down in mm. some room somewhere and build this product and then you become mm. a billionaire, right? mm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you, you get people like to that. use it. It doesn't work like that. Like they don't, they don't show you the parts where after building that stuff, this person had to go walk into like multiple um boardrooms to get funding or the fact that they had to work with other engineers and um things like Mm. that and how quick much faster you grow in the community if you get involved in that you grow in your tech sorry if you get Mm. involved in communities right yeah. Do,
0: sorry, do you have any recommendations on how someone could get into the tech communities?
1: Yeah, um, I think you you can just look around yourself. Um, some of the the most popular tech communities which I have actually been um, members uh, a member of or like a lead at some point uh, in is like Dev C, um, which is mm. Facebook by Facebook. Um, but the, the biggest mm. one I guess is like the Google developer um, same program. Um, if you get into any of the GDGs, mm. um, around you, um, d- d- Google developer groups, um, around you, mm. um, that's one really good way to, to, um, get started. If you want to get into more, um, um, fixed, um, you know, like if you, if you, let's say you're interested in security, right? Mm. You could look at, um, Africa hack on, or, uh, maybe, um, so maybe if you're maybe a lady who's like getting into tech and you'll be more comfortable um around Women, women in tech. tech, right? You want maybe you want to do women tech makers or she hacks, right? Mm. For for security, um, and, and and I know like there's this whole thing around oh let's like let's all be one, let's not separate women into one place and all of that, but we should also understand that some people need a certain environment to grow, mm. and um, these environments are important for for yeah mm. for these women, you know, um, especially ones who don't feel comfortable because maybe of maybe something that's happened in their past. Or whatever, it's really important that they have these communities. And um, she hacks, um, Africa Hackon, um They they do a really really um, decent good job. I was um, a mentor and and a tutor on um, she um decent she codes, which is um, a, a startup. Um, it's 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 also a tech community startup um, by Ada Oyam, um who's a friend of mine. Um, in Nigeria, and it's all across Africa right now. With can they be thousands a guest
0: on my podcast? <laughs> yeah.
1: Could they be a guest on my podcast? <laughs> yeah, I could. I could link you guys. You up just like me. Sounds yeah. like a very good initiative. Um, yeah. but mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, she, ha- they have like over like uh, thousands of um people of of students and people who have actually shown that you can actually do this. So there are people from there who have ended up at like a really big companies, um, you oh, know, wow. like Fortune five hundred companies, you know, and this thing is just a few years old you know mm-hmm. and it just shows you like the work that these um tech communities do, do right wow um, so, okay yeah so get I into the that. tech community i'm taking
0: that as well yeah. i'm taking that advice to yeah. get more into the tech communities yeah okay yeah. um we're gonna close off the episode with this so give us a powerful parting shot or just a, something that you feel <laughs> would round up your conversation or your text story
1: wow. the best way possible. Wow, that's a hard one. <laughs> what, what, can <laughs> I, what can I think of? Something like what?
0: <laughs> it could be a quote. It could be uh, the another piece of advice. Mm. Anything you want it to be. How do you want to close off your episode?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I guess... I guess if if I go by my story um, and what I actually have experienced in, um, like what what I've experienced and what I feel like I am more um, able to speak on, um, is that like, no matter what is going on in your life, and I know people say this and it sounds like a tad bit, like, you know, it sounds like this, you know, cliche that uh, thing that people say, um, but like, no matter what is going on in your life, like just keep going you know and and this doesn't mean that you of course like you don't take care of your mental health and all of that um but as as difficult as it may seem, right, just keep just going keep because going. the light at the tunnel at the end of the tunnel is um is is is, 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 is isn't it? always what something that you would see right it's light you should see it but sometimes it's until it's it's right in front of your face here that that you finally see it um because um if i could just add add to that um even like with ai care right the person who introduced me to ai care um he actually got to know about me through an interview for another company that i did i I did an Mm. interview for apa i passed i did everything well Mm. they had they had an offer but they had the issue with the work permits, mm. right? This was like the third time it was happening with the work oh. permit thing where I have been told, come, they're like bring contracts, let's sign, and they're like, wait, you, how do you hire in Kenya? I'm like, on a student visa, so you can't work. I'm like, um, unless I get the work permits, uh, okay. Most companies don't pay 600,000 plus it's shillings, true. you know, to get you um, the work permits, right, so even, in the disappointment of not getting that job i got something you even got better something, yes right oh,
0: even in the disappointment of not getting that job you even got something yeah. better
1: so sometimes the the and like, again this is something that people say and it sounds like mm. a cliche but when like even in disappointment there is there is a silver line right, mm. like, right? like you always you find that thing like something happens that's just takes you and until it happens you don't see why mm. um so i just live life these days when i maybe try something out or they tell they say put out a request for proposal for something and i put um out the request and i don't get it or whatever you know like as long as i know that i put in my best effort, right so i guess that's what what i would say right put in your best effort as long as i know i put in my best effort it's always um it I just feel at peace even when it doesn't work out. Even
0: if it doesn't work out. Yeah. Because again, there's always something positive to take away. Even yeah. if it didn't work out, you gained the experience. You yes. met the people that you met. There's always something to take yeah. away from those experiences. Yeah. Thank you so much, Toby. For coming to this podcast and giving us the bag full of knowledge that you've shared with our audience today. Thanks for having me. Please make sure to, if you have any useful links that you think our audience should follow up with you on, or if they wanna keep in touch with your progress, you know, I like to, uh, I say this before in uh, in previous episodes, but I like to believe that the guests who come onto this platform, they are just either at the beginning or in the middle of their journeys, but, you know, success is beyond what they are right now in this moment. So, you know, very excited to see how your journey keeps coming into fruition and keeps growing because it's only up from here. And I'm just wishing you nothing but the best. And yes, uh, for all of you who are listening, please, if you enjoy this conversation, um, keep the conversation going, tell me, I mean, oh, sorry, not tell me, but leave your comments down below and uh, share your thoughts with us. And uh, maybe what um, about the conversation that we've just had or just any feedback that you have as well as subscribing. It's free from whatever you're listening from, whether that's the podcast listening platforms. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple podcasts, make sure you also check out the YouTube for visuals because we also post the episodes on there, share, tell a friend, tell a friend. And Wow. These conversations are the reason why I started this podcast in the first place. So thank you, thank you, thank
1: you. Thank you. Um, let me say something. Yes. Um, I I have seen like a lot of people like grow from, um, you know, from like being maybe you know maybe pseudo celebrities or um, from a very very like low place to or maybe not low but like an ordinary place mm. to somewhere that actually means something um and i I have i have notes i've watched this happen for a number of people even people that are very popular right now like burnout boy right Mm. um and um and i really love to see that happen for people and i really can't wait to see yours happen oh that's Um, so lovely yeah i i would I'm glad that I'm one of the first guys so I can be like, yeah, by the way, I was one of the first guys on that episode. Oh, (laughs) yes, that's the faith. That's the faith we are having. (laughs) I'm I'm really excited for what the future has for you. um,
0: Thank you so much. That means a lot. That means a lot. Um, This is the beginning of my... Journey, well, not the beginning, honestly, but it's somewhere, and we're hoping that it's nothing short of success from here. And thank you again for deciding to come, even without, you know, uh, when the season comes out, maybe you may or may not know, we have been pre recording episodes before they even come out. So the guests haven't even seen this podcast, don't know any idea. Okay, you got some leakage of one episode. Funny enough, you're the only guest who have sent leakage, but thank you. I hope people are just saying yes. Off of the idea um, but yes uh, yeah. always a pleasure to have my guests especially for this first season I have yeah. extra appreciation for them because the you you guys have decided to still come in see, believing in the vision and just taking it along with me so I truly really appreciate that and yes make sure you tune in next week for a new episode which is obviously going to be uh, an exciting one my name is Alice Kanjejo I have been your lovely host and I shall see you in the next one Thank you.